The following podcast is sponsored by StructureTech. What can agents actually say when it comes to describing properties and just even in your daily conversations when you're working with clients, what's permissible and what's not permissible? And and do you think we're doing a good job as a, a whole community of people in the real estate world? Welcome everybody. You're listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. My name is Bill Ulrich alongside Tessa Murray, clap, 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 and Ruben Saltzman, clap, clap, clap. As always, your pod of podcasters talking all things houses. Today in studio, we have a special guest. Rhonda Wilson is here with us. Longtime Mm -hmm. real estate agent in the Twin Cities market. Welcome. Thanks for giving us some time today. We wanted to have a little conversation about the real estate market, but some of the changing things that are going on in inside of real estate and the language that's used around real estate. As a company, recently we've made the decision to no longer use the term master bedroom yeah. when we're mm-hmm. reporting on items. We, we're going to now talk about the primary bedroom and yep. things of that nature. But it brought up the conversation of what, Rhonda, and we're going to tap into your your expertise in this. What can agents actually say when it comes to describing properties and just even in your daily conversations when you're working with clients, what's permissible and what's not permissible? And do you think we're doing a good job as a, a whole community of people in the real estate world policing ourselves and, and things of that nature. So I'm going to throw it to you and just give you a minute to introduce yourself. Sure. Tell okay. us about your business, how long you've been doing this, where you practice, all that good stuff. And then we're going to kind of dive into this conversation about language inside of real estate. Sure. Okay, great. So anyway, I've been selling real estate for 25 years. I've been with the same company. I don't know if you want me to say the yes, name or please. not. I'm with Coldwell Banker Realty. We just changed our name from Coldwell Banker Burnett. And so I'm still getting used to saying Coldwell <laughs> Banker Realty. Me too. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I, I primarily work in the, well, I started out in the western suburbs. I office in Wyzetta, but I've been doing it for so long, I kind of go everywhere, and then I drag you guys along with me <laughs> and make you do inspections in North Branch and, you know, Red Wing we'll or wherever, wherever I sell a house yeah. or list a house. So it's one of those things that just comes with the territory yeah. the longer you've been in the business. And, you know, these terms in real estate have been around, they've been prohibited for a long time, and the public doesn't really know Master bedroom? We can still say master bedroom as of this date, as far as I know, and master bath too, and family room. Family room. But, you know, those could change because things are changing so fast right Mm -hmm. now, and you have to be so careful what you say. But we all, as to keep our licenses, to get your license and to keep it, we have to take fair housing classes yearly. And, you know, that's where we learn. We're supposed to learn what we can and cannot say and do. And primarily, you just cannot discriminate. And some terms have a discriminatory nature. One that's broadly misused is family. You know, you Mm. might want to say in a listing, it's a great family neighborhood. And you can't say that because Mm. you are discriminating against people who don't have a family. 
You can't say kids, great great yard for the kids. We can't have pictures with people in them for the no same reason. No pictures with people no. in them. No, if you have a swimming pool, there better be nobody in the pool. The dog could be swimming in the pool, but no people <laughs> in or around the pool. That's interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know huh. that. Yeah. So, because these people might be one color and it might make people It might have to do with race and color or, but, sex. you know, it's also mm-hmm. a protected class is your familiar status if you're married or have kids or whatever. So it it has to just be available to all. There's a few exceptions in the rule. You know, there are certain group homes that are protected. And then there's also 55 plus housing where you have to be 55 to live there. Yeah. And you can openly talk about age in that. Yes. Yeah, you, you yes. have to. Right? Yeah, there's still okay. some some things you have to be careful. You always just want to be cautious. And there's a lot of agents that maybe fell asleep in the fair housing class. And, <laughs> <laughs> and That's the see, most exciting one all the time. You see a lot of mistakes. I, I'll call so. them mistakes in listings where, you know, they're saying the wrong thing and you just want to pick up the phone and wow. call them. And we can report each other. There's a button in MLS to report hmm. this an issue with this listing if you think somebody is discriminating. What are some of the most common like issues that you see when you're looking at listings? We also can't say that the house is near Starbucks or any. We can't name. We can't say it's close to Home Depot. We can we can say public places like the name of a park, but we can't say. I, I guess I would say profitable places, places that are not nonprofits. For, or, or open to all. profit businesses yeah. cannot be yeah. named. Could you so, say like a shopping, close to shopping yes, center? Yes, you, say, but you not... say close to coffee shop, Okay, close to shopping, close, we can't name churches. We can't, you know, not every house of worship is called a church. Okay. So if you're going to name one, you have to name them all and nobody could ever do that. Mm-hmm. So you, could, could you say close to a house of worship? Yeah, I think you could say that, but then okay. there might be people who don't worship. So I don't. Oh. I, I huh. err on the side <laughs> yeah. of caution. Okay. You know, you can name street names and things that are public places that are not stores or somebody making, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, so that is probably the most common. And they'll even show pictures of, you know, Starbucks as an amenity nearby. And that's just wrong. We can't do that. Oh, really? That's wrong. Is the Mall of America generic enough to use in your like located? I wouldn't say it. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. no, no. I'd use shopping, I, mega I, mall, something wow. like a, a mega mall, I might say. Yeah. Something you were talking about how you can't have any pictures of people in any right. of the photos. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to scan through the memory banks and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just yeah. taboo. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you couldn't actually do no. it. But I do specifically remember one home we inspected about a year or two ago where they had a dinosaur. Somebody dressed up in a dinosaur uniform (laughs) in a couple of photos. Does that violate anything? I would say no, because you don't know it could be a real dinosaur. You never know, Ruby. You're right. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) It's not. And, you know, if there were kids around it, you know, having fun, I'd say, no, don't do that. I mean, I would even be careful if there was a family picture on the wall, Mm. you know, in a house, Mm -hmm. you know, in one of your photographs that you either, if it's an up close picture, you shouldn't use it. Yeah. I mean, it says that this, a family lives here. So what do you do if you have a client who's like from out of state and they're not familiar with, you know, the area? Mm -hmm. And if they ask you a question, it says like, you know, is this a good family neighborhood? Mm -hmm. Like, is it safe? Like, can you tell them? No, 
You can't. You say, you know, you should drive around and look for things that might attract kids. Like, a, you know, there's a park. You know, just drive around yourself and see what you think. If people have play, play sets in their yards, you know, and vans and things like that, you know, and, and come by here, drive by here yourself later, you know, in the day at different times of day to try to dis- decide if, uh-huh. if you think, mm. you know, or, you know, if you want, go knock on the neighbor's door. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they can talk. I mean, we can't even leave a list in a listing. Let's say that it's a neighborhood with an association and they have a, a directory that has all the names of the families that live there. And we can't leave those out. And the seller can't either. They can give it to the buyer at closing, but mm-hmm. we are not supposed to leave them out and use it as a marketing tool. Okay. You know, and sometimes sellers will write a letter and leave it on their counter and describe their neighborhood. And, you know, if I walk in, I don't do that with my listings because I, I'm really careful. Yeah. yeah. But if I show a home and it has it there and the buyers just love to read it, and I don't, re- I shouldn't say I don't report people because then the Department of Commerce might come after me. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's who oversees anyway. our okay, industry Rhonda. is the Minnesota Department of Commerce. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, they're the ones that give the, the fines. Sometimes it's hard because you feel like you're being rude or you're not helpful or you don't. Maybe yeah. she doesn't know the area when, when you know it really well. Mm-hmm. Now, you know. now, do you explain that? I mean, do you tell I do. your clients, yeah. look, I yeah. legally can't answer your yes. question? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I do. Do you, and do then, you they, then they kind of understand. Give yeah. them a look like I legally can't answer your question. Maybe you'd want to call the police. You say yeah. it slowly yeah. with raised yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. Well, well yeah, I do. I tell them, okay. you know, if you need to know crime statistics, call the police or go online, mm-hmm. you know, and find, okay. a, you know, find a website mm-hmm. that works for you. I and mean, same goes with school districts. Sure. I mean, you know, some people say this school district is really the best in the state. And then, you know, we can't really say that either. It, it's called steering is sure. what the term the industry term is if you're trying to steer somebody from one neighborhood to another because maybe people of the same race or religious belief or whatever live in mm-hmm. that neighborhood that's really bad i mean mm-hmm. they need to find that out on their own absolutely yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense ruben do yeah. we have anything you know through our organizations that certify home inspectors that that says that like we can't steer people we can't talk about because no. i've had clients ask me before during inspection like is this a good neighborhood Mm -hmm. and i think they're asking because they don't know they're from out of town Mm -hmm. and their agent can't tell them right so what did you say yeah i'm I'm curious what you said well you know i i can't remember i think i was like well are you from here and then it just kind of led to a discussion of you know she's looking and i think i did kind of talk a little bit about it there was actually a um there were several police cars that did some sort of bust on a house just a few houses down from that inspection during the inspection so i didn't really have to say anything (laughs) she saw it exhibit a yeah there we go just yeah observe i I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole yeah no client asked me is this a good neighborhood or any of that i just i'm not answering mm -hmm. that is that is not what i'm here for i am not qualified to answer that question I don't know the statistics, yeah. and I don't know what's a good neighborhood in your mind. Uh, I, would, I would just defer back to your agent, who's going <laughs> to give you nothing. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> <you can't. laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's. It's interesting. I think so. that's an important lesson for us to know, though, as home inspectors. You know, yeah. we should not be having that discussion. People are really sensitive because back in the day when I kind of took care of complaints, somebody was pretty wound up one day about some language that was used. The 
person buying the house was using this sort of language, and I think somebody in the process picked up on it and kind of repeated it. Mm-hmm. then they became offended by the fact that somebody else used the language that they were using and they mm-hmm. called to say, I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's okay. Thank you for letting us know. Yeah. I, I had no idea. And, you know, it was, it was harmless enough, but it raised the hackles on, yeah. on their neck and they're like, hey, wait a second. I know exactly the situation you're talking about, Bill. That was probably five years ago now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I still remember what you're talking about. It was so innocuous, but it stood out enough where we are very cautious. It, it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter how comfortable you get with your client, what type of language they're using, you need to maintain utmost professionalism Mm -hmm. no matter what. Don't think that you're ever safe letting your guard down on professionalism. I feel like if we do this, it's mostly on accident in in terms of like, I don't believe there's people actively steering, you know, people in and out of neighborhoods or trying Mm -hmm. to block bust or whatever the terms might be that are associated with discrimination. It seems harmless enough that a lot of this happens. But do you think there's malice in in some of the mistakes you see? I think that there used to be years ago. And that's why the Board of Realtors was created and the Minnesota Department of Commerce oversees and we have licensure. I've been doing this since 95 and and this was all required way back then. So I'm used Mm -hmm. to it. I, I don't know the exact years that it became... I guess I'd call it the law or regulation. So I think it's improved so much just because of the education that at least real estate agents are getting. Good. Uh, I want to ask you about that education. Uh, And you said it's fair housing that agents need Mm -hmm. to take every year. Mm -hmm. And we kind of know about this just from osmosis because Tessa and I teach a bunch of CE classes. Mm -hmm. And I'll have a lot of people asking, do your classes qualify for fair housing? So at some point, I picked oh. up this is important to people to get. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. What, what is fair housing all about? I mean, it, it, does it change every year? Is it so important that there's oh, new boy. content or is I'd, it the same I'd have thing to have every year? The, I'd have to have all the points in front of me. I should, <laughs> okay. after all these years and taking the class, I should have all of the things that are protected under the fair housing law. It's it's not only race or religion or familiar status. It's There's protected classes mm-hmm. that are disabilities and so forth. So don't make me do that, Ruben. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just, wondering, I'm just but, wondering, does it change every year? Like, uh, you need to take this every year. And the laws change or something? Yeah, why do you yeah, need it every year? I don't know that year? it's... I haven't heard that it's changed in any recent memory of mine that there's been a new change mm-hmm. that okay. maybe there has been, but they beat it into you, and they mm-hmm. you, you are tested on it, mm-hmm. and then everybody's nervous no matter how long you've been in the business. If I, if, if I fail this and I have to take this mm-hmm. class all over again, it's, it is a boring <laughs> class. <'cause you've>, sure. <laughs> but, but clearly people, a lot of them, you know, leave there and don't practice it in their business. I, mm-hmm. I don't mean to be negative about it. I don't think anybody intentionally does it. Sure. I hope not. I can see how just a lot of innocent things, like having a picture of a kid in a pool Mm -hmm. could be bad. And Mm -hmm. you're not, yeah, it's no ill intent, Mm -hmm. but sure, I get it. I think the last change was actually ADA when they layered on, you can't discriminate against disabilities. Mm -hmm. Hmm. How does that work? Well, I mean, in terms of real estate, Ronnie, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it just means that like in rental housing, if you rent to somebody, they can change your unit Correct. to suit them, like put in a ramp or do mm-hmm. whatever so they can get in and out of the house. But mm-hmm. then after they 
vacate the house and they have to return it back. You know, that reminds me, too, of the emotional support animals. That's newer. That's newer. Than yeah, ADA. that's newer. Yeah. And so that's another piece of that is you can't discriminate. In fact, if you have a association that doesn't allow pets or doesn't allow a dog or I mean it's not just dogs I mean they're I think they're changing that somebody had a snake and called it their service emotional animal support. yeah, or yeah. Emotional support. wait I wanted yeah. to hear you say that whole phrase their emotional support yeah snake. there's emotional support and there's <laughs> service animals don't quote me on this but you know there's service animals who assist blind people and you know mm-hmm. other people with physical disabilities and then there's emotional support animals and you need a you need a, a letter from a doctor that says that you need this. Well, I'll get and you a letter. <laughs> yeah. I know, it might know be abused. I'm not really sure, but, <laughs> you know, sure. yeah. So that would maybe be a newer change. You know, mm-hmm. what is the definition and so forth. And if you, if somebody alters their home for someone with a disability, they, you know, when they leave, I believe they have to pay to have it restored for you. you know, right. So you don't bear right. that expense. They can't bear the, that burden. But you can't, can't turn be them away because they're disabled. Right. right. Let huh. me ask you, what if you had ADA accessible front door, you had ramps going to your mm-hmm. front door and all that stuff? Could you use that as a selling feature? Is that a benefit? Or you can say that if it, you does want. Does that discriminate against people no, who... No, I know. It sounds like reverse discrimination. I had a, a property. There's a property, and I won't name it because I can't remember it anyway, but it's in Crystal, and it's an apartment building that is for, for people with disabilities. Okay. And somebody wanted to sell it, and I... I thought, am I reverse discriminating by advertising as a place for people with disabilities? Yeah. And hmm. fortunately, I never had to, I never listed it because she found a, you know, a buyer on huh. her own. And I was kind of relieved because I never did find the answer to that. Ruben, in states where there's licensing, is there conversation about discriminatory practices for home inspectors? I don't know. I participated in a lot of online discussion forums for home inspectors, and I have never seen the topic even raised. It's interesting because, Tessa, I think you stumbled onto something there that clients might, if they know they can't get it from here, they might just interview as many people as they can to get as many opinions as they can. Not saying they're trying to throw you, Tessa, under the bus. I'm just saying, hey, I'm I'm in town right now. I'm moving here from Denver. I have no idea this crossroad and this crossroad. They look great. They're helplessly trying to get information too. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So they're just putting out feelers all the same way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I've shared this story on the podcast before, but I I was just reminded of it. It was it was a long time ago, and this was probably ten years ago. We had one of our inspectors, the client wasn't there. They're moving from New Jersey. And the roof was it was shot. I mean, it's time for a new roof. And he put that in his inspection report that it was shot. They oh. thought that there it was shot by guns. There were bullets oh in the roof. And <laughs> I don't I don't remember if the deal didn't if it fell apart because of oh that or God. what happened. But the client was absolutely freaked out, and they were convinced that the, it was it was a bad neighborhood. Oh my god! And gosh. they knew that their agent couldn't tell them that, and they used this. I was like, no, this is not the right house for us. And that agent was so furious with us for saying shot. (laughs) (laughs) It tells me they were upset about something else, and this was just a good That very well could have been it, but today we we definitely don't say shot. And I know know our inspector who used that terminology, Rhonda, and I know you know him well, too. Yeah, we won't bust him Very good, and he is the best communicator probably on our team. 
but you just happen to have a bad day that day. Yeah. So. Now it's a good internal joke. A decade Harmlessly, later, we yeah. still don't say shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good times. So do you think, Rhonda, just kind of let's wrap this up sort of about language inside real estate. Do you think there's any big changes coming down from upon high about how we communicate in and around real estate? I, I mean, we're already taught it. I mean, maybe the changes right. come from the public who we already know. We already have been taught to be cautious and, you know, err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe some terms that, you know, have come up. That's the problem between generations mm-hmm. is terms, you know, that come up when I was a teenager. My kids are like, Mom, you did not say that. You know? <laughs> I've got a 16-year-old who politely reminds me on yeah, a regular basis yeah, when so I'm not Maybe allowed. it's some of that, but I can't, <laughs> nothing comes to mind, but I'm sure it's out there. And, you know, I'm looking up at this picture on your wall up there and, you know, we couldn't say that up there. Oh, yeah. There's what for, does it say? for everybody who can't see you, there's an article. Um, our producer, Larry, is also a pastor, and he's got a uh, an article that says Connecting Christians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so there's there's no way you could you could use Christian in any Mm-mm. type of advertising. Mm-hmm. No. Not without being rebuked. Would you say it's, it's a, is it frowned upon, Rhonda, to, for other agents to kind of report other agents? Well, it is a self-policing. I understand, and I think maybe once we call it being shopped, where the actual Department of Commerce Mm -hmm. does have people that come out and pose as buyers or sellers, and they're trying to catch us in the act if we are using discriminatory practices. Hmm. Or there's a form called agency, and you know, that's the other class we have to take is learning about agency, which is representation in a real estate transaction. And that's supposed to be the first form that we whip out. Sure. And if we don't, then they busted us right away. And so that's one of the fears that, you know, we live with. And I've had a few, you know, like, I think I just got shopped. (laughs) (laughs) You ever known somebody who got shopped or got busted? No, no. Okay. uh, No, I don't. So I don't know, you know, if they, surely during these times they're not doing it, but they tell us, Uh they tell us in class that 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 happens. Hmm. I would love to believe that only those people who have been kind of turned in a couple times for being... Mm less than above board players that they get shopped first right so like let's actually bust the people who are out there maliciously causing Mm -hmm. problems versus someone who just makes a mistake you know it's 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 a tough call because if i if i'm looking at a listing online and i'm gonna i'm looking at it probably because i have a client who wants to look at it i'm not going to sit there and bust the listing agent for some thing in there what if my client wants to buy that house Right. Yeah. Then you become you know, the gatekeeper uh, in, a, yeah, in a different sort of way. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a, anonymous. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what if it isn't? And yeah. so you kind of have a, I guess that would be, I don't know if that's illegal for me to not bust it if I see it. They strongly encourage us to, but yeah. you don't I, I would think if it's just an egregious thing, you yeah. would say something. Like, yeah. that's the human in us would be mm-hmm. like, that's just not right. Where if it's something less problematic Mm -hmm. technically you know air quotes it's wrong but i'm not gonna ruin your day over that yeah you can always bust them after the fact right like have a (laughs) private conversation like hey this was really i wanted you to know i picked up on that but i didn't think it rose to the level of me actually you know influencing uh your career in any way shape or form right so 
interesting stuff. The world is a complicated place. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when you sort through all the details, sometimes yeah. you end up with things like master bathroom or master bedroom getting kind of removed from the lexicon mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. at least our professional language at our company. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a problem. I think that's... That's good uh, for you guys to be paying attention because, yeah. you know... Yeah. It is. Change with the Change, times. Exactly. Change with the times. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, you've been listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. My name is Bill Ulrich alongside Ruben Saltzman and Tessa Murray. And our special guest today was Rhonda Wilson. You can check her out. Rhonda, where? You must have a website or a webpage. RhondaWilson.com. Awesome. That's <laughs> easy. Perfect. Rhonda Wilson with Coldwell Banker Realty. Realty. Right. The newest real estate company in the Twin Cities. The new old <laughs> the new company. name for the old, one of the <laughs> oldest companies in the Twin Cities. Right. Awesome. Thank you for sharing some time with us, and we will catch you all next time. For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at StructureTech.com.